who knew that tapping into your creativity could completely change your life? Today, we chat with Sarah Steckler, a creative self-love coach for women. Welcome to Health Coach HQ Live with your host, Yuli. Welcome to another episode of Health Coach HQ Live. Today we have Sarah Steckler, who is a creative self-love coach, and she helps busy women who feel emotionally drained and overwhelmed journal their way into a more organized, creative, and purpose-driven life filled with self-love and badass self-care. So excited to have you on, Sarah. Hi, I'm glad to be here. I'm pumped. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about what you do. Yeah. Um, so I am a, I call myself a creative self-love coach. And one of the ways I like to describe it is that women everywhere just feel really uh, overwhelmed and emotionally drained. And it's typically because we don't make ourselves a priority. And I'm here to to end that and really help women realize that they can make themselves a priority in their life no matter what they have going on. Um, so I help women use journaling and I think it's a powerful tool to help women tap into their creative side and build their awareness and develop a more organized life uh, with more acts of self-care. And so as a coach as well, I work with clients one-on-one to dive deep into you know who they are, where they want to go, what's holding them back. And the biggest thing I do as a coach is facilitate awareness and change. So I'm always reminding my clients and every woman I work with that they already have the answers inside of them. And that's freaking powerful when you realize that, when you realize, holy shit, like I'm in control of my life and I already know what I want. I just, it's awesome when I can have someone help me figure out what that is. I absolutely love that. And you know, I'm such a fan of really, you know, we have our answers inside of us and it's really the power of a coach to extract those answers out and really allow us to step into our full power and full potential. So, you know, it's very rare that I meet a creative self-love coach. It's very unique job and I'm sure that, you know, something had to have happened in your life to make you think, okay, this is what I want to do. So I would love mm-hmm. if you could share with us your story of kind of how you came into this. Absolutely. Um, it's a little bit of a backstory. Um, so when I was 26, um, I got engaged to my husband and I knew it would mean a lot of huge life changes because he's in the military. So we in about four months, we threw an engagement party, we got married, we moved in together, and we traveled across the US to the other side of the country. And that experience it forever changed me, but it also kind of like flipped me upside down, upside down on my ass, and it made me like really question everything, like what the hell am I doing in my life? What do I wanna do? You know, um, I left a job for five years that I really, really loved, and I had this like amazing work family, and I moved thousands of miles away from family and friends. And so I had some huge major meltdowns and some huge questions, you know, about my purpose in life and what I want to do. And it wasn't really until I realized, you know, that I wouldn't be able to ground myself in any one job because we'd be moving every couple of years that I really decided and I really started brainstorming, you know, what are some ways that I can help others and how can I do it on my own terms? And when I was thinking back to my previous job, I used to work at a university in Seattle. The, my most favorite part of it was I was the chair of the wellness team there. And so I put together all kinds of wellness events and um, 
it was a lot of fun, you know, coordinating all these activities for the university and working with people. But my proudest moment with that was when I put together a 12 week wellness program for over 100 staff there. And I was like, super blown away by how successful it was. You know, it was just something I put together, I was really passionate about, but I was like blown away by how many people were, were interested in doing it and committing to it. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was really coaching people every day. I was really helping, you know, women step into their own power and reach their goals and figure out, you know, what was holding them back. And so that's when I really started thinking, you know, wow, I really love doing that. And like, is health and wellness coaching, like is life coaching, is that a thing? Is that like something people actually do? Or is that just like, you know, this idea? And I, um, I jumped into a master's program for it. And back in January 2016, um, I became certified as a coach. And since then, I've just been like building my business. And it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, it took me a minute to kind of figure out like, how am I going to live my life? And how am I going to help other people? And, you know, I think it's so powerful that when we have so much chaos that goes in our life, like so many changes and everything is so different and, you know, where am I? Who am I? It's really cool because that kind of gives us the power to pick out the pieces that we want and to create what we want out of that chaos. So it's kind of when everything is up in the air, we have the opportunity to kind of grasp and really find what we want. So... At what point did you know that this is what you want to do? So, you know, you did the wellness program uh, at the university. You have, you know, worked in a different job for over five years. At what point did you know this is it? That's such a good question. I think, you know, it's funny because like I was actually taking um, a, a a wellness class, a, a coaching class. And so I was like in the program already and I was like, I want to do this. But it wasn't until we actually started coaching each other um, through our class and I like I was coached that I was like, holy crap, like this is so powerful because you hear about coaching and, you know, you practice coaching other people and then someone coaches you and it's just like, wow, I had no idea how effective this was. Like we started out with like, you know, 15, 20 minute little coaching sessions. And by the end of it, like I'd leave it and I'd go talk to my husband. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I want to do this and I want to do that. And like, this is how I'm going to get back to the gym. And he's like, what's going on? And it just really made me realize like, if you can change somebody's life that fast and just kind of facilitate change, like, wow, I want to be a part of this. I want to do this. And like from then on, it was just like balls to the wall. Like I'm doing this. Like there's, there's nothing else. Like this is what I have to do. It's really incredible how, you know, with coaching, someone could just ask you one question or, you know, have you do one little exercise and it becomes so powerful and life changing. And it's also almost to the point where you're like, how did I not realize this myself? (laughs) But that's really the power of coaching. So that is really awesome. You know, from your perspective, so you work with a lot of women who struggle with self-love what are the biggest struggles that people face when it comes to self-love? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things is that there is a fear of failure. And especially when it comes to kind of self-love and self-care, I think people people don't want to admit that they don't feel confident in themselves or that they don't have, you know, self-esteem in different areas. So I think that that's a struggle. But ultimately, I think it's um, women really a lot of women struggle with making themselves a priority. And what I mean about that is giving themselves permission to say no to things. Um, 
being able to go through their life and find inner confidence, not always looking for external validation from people. I think we grow up and we want, you know, we want other people to know that we're being successful and that we're doing things that other people can be proud of. And I think a lot of people come to a point in their lives where they realize like, wow, self-love really means being true to myself, even in the face of possibly disappointing other people or doing something different. And so I really help women, you know, tap into that and really, really discover who they are. And it's this liberating feeling when you realize that being true to yourself um, really is like the biggest gift that you can give other people because the more you know yourself and the more that you want to just be who you are, that just like radiates out. And that's that's when you can really help other people and really inspire other people in your life. Absolutely. And, you know, I totally agree with you as far as self-love. We can feel that shame of not, you know, sharing that, you know, we don't have self-love. I know it took me years and it's something, you know, the journey never ends. You always keep working on it. And I know for me, it took a long time to say, hey, I'm a coach, but I'm still struggling with this and I'm still working on it. And so I think it's very powerful when someone accepts that and realizes, okay, I'm making the decision to work on that. And lots of powerful things follow suit when you really embrace your self-love and really make that investment in yourself. So, you know, I'm sure you've worked with so many people who have had their lives change drastically once they embrace that awesomeness of self-love. And so what is one story that you can share with us today of the amazing things that happen when people really embrace their self-love? Absolutely. Um, Well, I really want to touch, too, on I just love the fact that you talked about how that self-love is a continual process and that we all struggle. And it's not like as a coach, you get to a point where you're like, I'm perfect and now I can share my journey with the world. So yeah, it's really embracing all of that. Um, But when I think about different clients I've worked with, um, there's been some major things that they've they've worked through but and this is something that I've I think we've talked about before um, in previous conversations but I had one client that really was struggling to figure out what she wanted to do next in life she felt a huge attachment to you know where she was currently but it wasn't fulfilling and I worked with her in making more time to kind of like job search and discover what she wanted. And by the end of our coaching, she actually moved like four states over to Colorado and got this like brand new job, like moved out there, not knowing anyone, doing all this stuff. And she'll send me texts every now and then like, you know, I'm out drinking craft beer and like I wouldn't be here if like we didn't talk about all this stuff. And I'm like, it's so incredible because it's like it's flattering to hear that. But I'm just I keep reminding her like this isn't me like this is you like this is you being true to yourself. This is you making the time to to do all that stuff in your life. And what was crazy about it was it was such a huge change that happened for her. But it didn't happen through like hours and hours a day of doing any one thing. It happened by just being like, wow, there's this one thing I need to do to make this happen. And I haven't done it yet. And it was kind of like we all build up this mountain in our head of like, you know, one task we might have to do. And it, it's like we don't want to do it necessarily right away. So we don't do it. And then it builds and builds and builds. And so I really helped her um, just step into that and, and take time each day to work towards it. And it was crazy how fast it happened. You know, we're talking in like six to eight weeks. She was like off and running. So it's really amazing. It's really powerful what can happen. 
Absolutely. You know, I think when we embrace our power, we truly become unstoppable. And, you know, talking about how it only takes a few minutes or maybe an hour a day to practice self-love. It's like, you know, so often I'm sure you hear this too. People say, well, I don't have time to do that. Mm, But really, it's like you can't afford not to. Because once you step into that power, you just truly become so unstoppable. I mean, everything changes in your life. Anything becomes possible. So what is something that you wish you knew earlier on in your self-love journey? There are a lot of things. Um, I think I wish... I knew that it's okay to fall backwards and we kind of touched on this, you know, I wish I knew it's okay to fluctuate when it comes to your goals or where you're going in life or, you know, your fitness level or any of those things. You know, I wish I knew that it was okay to ask for help and, um, and really that there's no end point, you know, there's not, I always tell people like, you don't get to a point where you can just like watch Netflix for the rest of your life and not do anything else. Like, I wish I knew all these things. And like now that I realize that we're all human and that, you know, coaches and leaders and all these people, it's not that they're perfect. You know, it's it's that they have embraced all these different levels and that in our health journey, there's going to be times when when certain things take priority over others. And knowing that now is so liberating because I'm not as hard on myself. You know, Um, I talk to people a lot about how, you know, I've gained weight since I got in like the best shape of my life. And then I got really depressed and gained weight. And it's like before, like years ago, if this had happened, if I'd went to the gym, I would have like spent the whole time being like, I'm fat. This sucks. But now I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm at the gym and this is awesome. And I'm, this is going to create, you know, a reaction and a result to what I'm doing now. And so that's just really empowering. And it's so much easier to move forward in life when you're not constantly beating yourself up about everything. Absolutely. And, you know, I love that you set the expectation that ebbs and flows are part of the journey. So Mm. I know I've totally been there, you know, when you're on a roll, everything is going awesome. And then all of a sudden, oh shit, like, you know, I gained weight or I started having more negative thoughts and you start to get scared and you start to think, oh man, this thing isn't working, like abandoned, abandoned, abandoned. Um, But the truth is when we know what to expect and we know that there are going to be roadblocks, there are going to be days that are harder than the others, when we know what to expect, we can create a game plan to bust through that. So you don't feel like an alien and a failure of self-love if you, you know, had a month or a year that's, you know, worse than others. But when you know to expect it, Hey, this is part of the journey. So I absolutely love that. So what is your best tip for achieving ultimate wellness? I would say that it all starts with awareness. Like if I could leave this podcast and tell anyone one thing, it's it's all about awareness. It's creating awareness about your body and your mind and how you feel and what emotions are going through you and what like what lights your soul on fire and what you want and it all starts with awareness and that can happen differently for so many different people, but I really I love journaling in the fact that it can help you, you know, write down how you're feeling, check in, do all that kind of stuff. When you're aware of, you know, how different foods affect your mood, when you're aware of, you know, how much sleep you really need to feel like a good person each day, that is where it starts. It's with awareness. We can't really reach goals and we don't know what our goals even need to be until we know 
we until we have that awareness. So that's what I always I'm like, start there. Just start asking yourself questions, you know, start at the beginning. I love that. I think, you know, awareness of the situation is definitely one of the most powerful things that we can embrace. So, you know, for someone who's listening to the show right now and they're realizing, oh, shit, I really got to start working on self-love. Where, what is the first actionable thing that they can do to start heading into that journey of, you know, awareness? What sort of questions can they ask themselves? Or, you know, maybe it's journaling. What is a good place to start for someone who's never really been in this realm before? Mm-hmm. I think um, when it comes to to journaling, for example, and that's that's just one major tool that I use. But I think if if someone if anyone listening to this podcast is like, okay, I know that I need more self love, and like that sounds good, but like where do I start? I would just say create a time, create ten minutes a day where you check in in your journal and you write down, you know, you ask yourself, how am I feeling, or what what's going on in my life right now that I love and and also just write down things that you're grateful for. So I think cultivating gratitude is is a huge form of self-love because when we're aware of what we appreciate in our lives, then we kind of see it more. So write down three things each night that that happened during the day that you're grateful for and just check in with yourself and just commit to like 10 minutes a night of doing that. And I think that's a great great place to start. And there are tons of resources online too. And, uh, and resources I offer as well for, for diving deeper into that. I love that. You know, I'm a huge fan of journaling, but one thing that people ask right away is where do I start? I don't know what to write. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, as a society, we don't really do that. That's not really a common thing that, you know, you're taught to do is like reflect on your thoughts and, you know, your gratitude throughout the day. So I always tell people to start with gratitude. You can never go wrong when you start with gratitude. So I absolutely love that. And, you know, of course, whatever you focus on expands. So whatever you're grateful for, the more things you're grateful for, the more things you're going to get that you can be grateful for. So I absolutely love it. So Sarah, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, my website is just my name, sarahsteckler.com. But um, the place I hang out most is my Facebook group. And that's the uh, Self Love Bombers Facebook group. And um, it's just Facebook slash group slash Self Love Bombers. And that's like where I am. And we have daily prompts really to help women check in. And it's grow- it's a growing group. And I love how many people are in there all the time helping each other too. Like we talk about, you know, what people are dealing with, what you're thankful for, all that kind of stuff. And um, it's a lot of a lot of fun. I can vouch that group is amazing. If you're looking for a supportive community, you definitely want to check them out. I will have all of the links in the show notes so you can access them with just the click of your, I guess, finger. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yo guys, if you enjoyed this episode, head on over and give us a review, a like, a subscribe. I read each and every one, so any feedback is appreciated. Also, come join us in the after party at healthcoachhq.com. It's an amazing community with free business trainings and seriously the coolest people in the universe. And if you'd like to check out the show notes, head on over to yulirocks.com. I got the show notes. I got a bunch of freebies. All of the goods are over there. See you in the next episode. Have a great day, guys.